Uh, I'm going to read out some what I consider are probably well-known dates in history. I want to hear what you think happened on that date. So first one, 5th of November, 1605. Oh, remember, remember the 5th of November? The gunpowder plot. That's when Guy Fawkes was arrested, I think, in the early hours in the bottom of the House of Lords, wasn't it, in the cellar, surrounded by gunpowder and a packet of matches in his, in his pockets. OK, uh, I should get this one, 11th of November, 1918. 11th of November. Okay, yeah, we got there. Armistice Day, so when uh, the peace treaty was signed between the Allied forces and Germany to end the hostilities of the First World War. Okay, we're going to get a bit harder now. 4th of July, 1776. Oh, everyone's there. Everyone's much quicker on that one. It's when Americans set off fireworks for some reason. Independence Day, yeah, yeah. 2nd of June, 1953. Ooh. Wow, straight in there. The coronation of our queen. Yes. I'm going to take us back even further than that. I can't actually give you the day and the month. Uh, the year's not 100% either. But, it, but scholars say it's there or thereabouts. 970 BC. Absolute silence. It was like, oh, oh. Well, it's another coronation. Not of a queen, but of a king. A king called Solomon. A king called Solomon, yes. Uh, not a king over Britain. But a king over a nation called Israel, a place in the Middle East, uh, different to today's Israel, although, you know, there's kind of overlap in there in a similar place. Uh, and over these Sunday evenings, as Rob's already said, uh, kind of September, October, November, we're going to be in these uh, books of the Bible, one and two kings, or just, we can just call it kings. The reason it's split, it was too long to fit on the pieces of paper they had in those days, so they split it across two. That's why it's one and two kings. Uh, and it's, it's, it's a kind of historical book that covers something like 400 years worth of action. And some of you are already just feeling a bit sleepy. It's history. And you are the kind of person who's just not into uh, history. It's not your kind of thing, starting with dates and a book all about kings. I mean, is that you? I mean, who, who, who's just, history just, it doesn't do it for you. Okay, I've got a room full of historians then. Brilliant. Maybe I can encourage you, if that is you and you're not admitting it, that there are some amazing stories in the Book of Kings that will grab your attention. We have stories about shriveling hands, floating axe heads, uh, stories about people being taken up to heaven in whirlwinds, uh, people eating donkey head and dove dunk. There you go. Um, somebody springing back to life because they're thrown on top of some bones of an old prophet. And somebody who's eaten by a lion for going the wrong way home. It's all in kings. Some of you will be much more excited. History, kings, fantastic. Because you're the kind of person who at a weekend, you like to go to old houses. And instead of whizzing round to get to the cafe, which is clearly the best bit, you stop and you read all those notices. But is that you? Yeah, okay, we've got a few. I'm not coming for a day out with you. Um, and, and you're right to be excited. Because actually, as we get into Kings, it helps us make sense of a lot of other parts of the Old Testament. Okay? Particularly the prophets like Hosea and Amos and Jeremiah and Isaiah and Ezekiel and Zephaniah and all those, those books we perhaps don't always go to. But history, whether, you, whether you're just not bothered by it or whether you're a big fan of history, it, 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 there's, there's, there's something all of us do. 
And that is, we, we just leave history as information in our heads. It doesn't particularly make a difference in your life, unless you're a really keen historian and you get dressed up at the weekend and you do like historical reenactment. But then I think it probably doesn't change anything on a Monday morning either. And when we first look at the book of Kings, we might be kind of tempted to think, well, this is just, this is just history. And it doesn't feel like it connects with the kind of practicalities of tomorrow morning or Wednesday afternoon or, or, or Saturday lunchtime. And if, at the end of these coming weeks, all we're left with is head knowledge, then we failed. I failed. Okay, because we are given the story of kings by God. It's part of his story, and it shows us what he is like. And it shows us particularly that he does not give up when people get things wrong. No matter how daft or stupid or ridiculous or frustrating people are. God doesn't give up on them. See, Kings is a story of God's people at this time as an actual country, a physical kingdom. And what that means is, as we look at it, we we get glimmers and glimpses of another kingdom to come. The kingdom of God. And another king who would bring that kingdom, Jesus. And our vision of those things will be bigger and brighter and better. Better. 